What's up, guys? Don't forget about the WGT Challenge. Yes, World Golf Tour. It's an app on your phone. You can play golf at some of the world's greatest resorts on there, and you can compete against us for some sweet prizes. Each week, we're giving away a gift card or a BSN shirt of your choice to whoever gets the closest. Last week, we had two hole-in-ones, so uh, you're going to have to step your game up if you want to win these, but let's just say you kind of suck at this game. That's okay. Just play along. Send your screenshot to BSN Broncos every week, and that's an entry for you into the final grand prize, which is your choice of tickets or a jersey. It's a fun game with some sweet prizes, so make sure you get in on that. It's incredible how good our community is at this game. People are sending in screenshots. They're like, you know, four yards off, and they're like, man, I'm awful at this game. I'm like, no, you just went from like 210 yards out to four yards away. You're pretty darn good. So uh, when I was golfing the other day, and we'll get, we'll get through this. When I was golfing the other day, the day of the Rocky Mountain Showdown, on the 17th hole, I pulled out my special lucky buffs ball. And it was a 200-yard par three. Knocked it two feet. Whoa. One shot with the buffs ball. Well, two. I, the tap-in birdie was also the other one. You have the screenshot to prove it? I actually do. Oh. You want to see it? <laughs> I believe you. Yeah, okay. picks or it didn't happen. All right, I got the pick. I had, like, the buff perfectly framed in there with my ball mark right next to the hole. Dang. It's good stuff. Anyways, let's make podcast magic. <laughs> Welcome in to the BSN Broncos podcast presented by Strava Craft Coffee. It's game-changing coffee. Uh, it's CBD infused and you can choose how much CBD you want and, and everyone reacts differently uh, to CBD. Maybe it helps you with headaches. Maybe it helps you with some knee pain that you wake up with in the morning. Get that shot of energy with the caffeine and find out what the CBD infused coffee can do for you. That's Strava Craft Coffee are the presenting sponsor of the BSN Broncos podcast, and we're back. And the Broncos are back because it is officially, officially, officially game week. And if you were under a rock yesterday, we have a new guest who's not a guest at all on this podcast. Andrew Mason joining us once again, as he will be every day. So to Mason, Zach, how are you guys doing this morning? Doing wonderful. Beautiful day. Not much has changed since we convened. Doesn't mean we don't have things to talk about, but uh, it was a fairly quiet day for the Broncos. They had an off day yesterday. They have an off day tomorrow. We addressed it yesterday. A very strange schedule with Monday Night Football dividing the off days, as you guys said, to probably to keep the players from going to Vegas. So today is a Wednesday and a football Wednesday. Tomorrow is off. Friday is a Friday, but a football Thursday. Get used to it. It's Monday Night Football this week. Ryan, I'm doing fantastic. So happy to have both of you guys uh, with me today. And the Broncos are back, baby. Ryan, this this is really the first official practice of the regular season. Monday was just kind of a, a, a one-hour showdown to make sure the guys don't leave town and stay here. So 
Welcome to the regular season. I'm curious to see which day of the week Vic Fangio opts to have his guys in pads because you're allowed to do it no more than once per week. And, of course, you're limited on padded practices in the last six weeks of the regular season. Is it going to be the Wednesday practice? Is it going to be the Thursday practice, which will be on Friday this week, or the Friday, which will be on Saturday? Well, we'll find out um, if it's today in a few hours as we will get a little glimpse of Broncos practice. Not quite like the, uh, the good old days of the offseason where we get to watch the whole things. But, Zach, I was thinking about this. We know we had one with Mace. How many podcasts did we do between the last time the Broncos played a game and now? A real game? Yes. Oh, like hundreds. 200. Two, you think it was 200? It's close. Five a week, it? right? Five a week for... Uh, yeah, I guess, what was it? 180 days off? 115 or so. 150. 150. Yeah. That's my guess. That is wild. There's, <laughs> there are podcasts that have been around for like maybe more than two years that don't even have 150 podcasts. Do we start numbering the podcasts? Oh, God. And say like, this is a... Di- I mean... This has been going for years now, so how many editions would this be? There's well into the 500 numbers. Oh, yes. How many hours is that? I mean, we're talking like 750 Oh, my God. Hours. Good gravy. You guys are the math guys. Now that I've, now I have two people who <laughs> are smart. Hashtag math. I have two people who are smart on this podcast. Oh, one that one I can... person that's smart. Eh. And, a, and a goofball. Didn't you, weren't you like... Like, uh, what, do, what do they call the really smart yeah, person I, in I, school? I tried hard. I tried hard. What's, what's the person at the top <laughs> of the class called? Valedictorian. Weren't you like valedictorian? Uh, I don't know about that, but not too far off. Or, what's the other or one? <laughs> casually, poindexter. There we go. <laughs> Both of you guys are way too smart to be hanging out with me, so hopefully it's a positive effect that you have on me rather than me bringing you guys down. Based on Zach, I, I worry for you, Mace. I feel like I've, uh, I've dumbed him down a little bit. Anyways, oh, that's all right. speaking of, um, of being dumbed down, <laughs> uh, as the Broncos are gearing up to play the Raiders, the Raiders never find a way to avoid being the Raiders. And Antonio Brown can never really avoid just Antonio Browning. And so it comes out... <laughs> this morning <laughs> that Antonio Brown is being has been fined multiple times for his whatever reasons he was f- for not being at practice and he finds it to be okay to take a picture of that letter and post it on Instagram someone take this man's social media away from him what he can't get out of his own way everything's public with him everything is a show everything is designed to get his perspective out there however hackneyed it may be compared to other players in that locker room hackneyed yes Uh, can you can you spell it and define it for us h-a-c-k-n-e-y-e-d kind of absurd okay yeah yeah it's like it's like acne with an h in front it's we can say in the there's 800 pod and episodes of this podcast i could guarantee that word has never been said yep I mean, I wonder, I mean, with Antonio Brown, I wonder if it is all just who he is or if there's kind of a performance art method to this, wanting to just put on the show. Everything is, everything is always done at the most dramatic level with him. And by putting this out there, by putting the, having the picture of his, his freezer-burned feet <laughs> out there, 
it's almost like he's auditioning for reality television every day. How does he not already have a reality show? I mean, I guess Hard Knocks kind of was, but even they that. They featured him a little more. Hard, hard no- they featured him, but Hard Knocks this year, it was, man, it was polished. It was shiny. Other years with Hard Knocks, we sometimes get some of that grit, that edge. Like last year with the Browns, the tension in that meeting that mm. Hugh Jackson had with his coaches and his coordinators. I mean, Todd Haley, you thought was just you saw him staring daggers into Hugh Jackson at that one meeting. The Raiders, they didn't let a lot of that out. You could tell that the team had really tight control, and even what they showed of Antonio on there was nothing, nothing too outlandish. Like th- like on the show last night on HBO, they showed him putting on his new helmet. One of the teammates said, hey, he looks like one of the Power Rangers. <laughs> and everything was good. Everything was happy. And then they kind of moved on from it. But Antonio kind of fits right in with the Raiders. There was one other thing on Hard Knocks I have to mention, by the way. In practice, John Gruden is trying to get his quarterbacks ready to face Von Miller. And so John Gruden, mid-50s, is running at his quarterbacks. Like, I'm Von Miller. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah, good. If that's how they're getting ready for Von Miller, they're in a little bit of trouble. They are going to be in trouble. Antonio, uh, uh, the we, this is a perfect example of how bad Hard Knocks was this year. If you just watched Hard Knocks and you didn't pay attention to social media, you would think that Antonio Brown was, like, the greatest teammate ever, all about the Raiders, all in on everything. Like, there wasn't a negative moment about him the entire time. All right, guys, you got to help me. Uh, decrypt what he said because he posted the the photo of the fine with and then he put his own little typing out there Ryan you, you may be good at this he says when your own team want to hate but there's no stopping me now devil is a lie I love how you're reading that in like your audio story voice <laughs> when your own team wants to hate what was the next line? But there's no stopping me now. But that's not just the end of a line. It just continues. It flows into devil is a lie. Huh. <laughs> and then everyone got to pay this year. And then in a larger point size, so we clear. So I and then he puts I, at Raiders on the <laughs> image. <laughs> okay. He should have just added, uh, added Mike Mayock. So when your own team wants to hate, I mean, that's obvious. But there's no stopping me now. Don't stop me now. I get that. Having a good time. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I guess. Last like, part. Devil is why, a lie. It, His team isn't trying to stop him. So that part doesn't make sense. Like they're, they want him, they're trying to do the opposite of that. They're trying to make him play. Uh, devil is a lie. Mm-hmm. I don't get that part. That's, that's one I don't get. There's all sorts of theological implications on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think everyone is fine. What was it? Everyone got to pay this year. That makes that, sense. Yeah. I mean, every, like, everyone has to, they're finding everyone. I so, get that. S- why share? Like, I don't know. Just none of, uh, you thought I might be good at this. You were wrong. So you can't help me. I got nothing. Mace. I, the devil is a lie. <laughs> Could be Maybe he's saying that the devil is a lie. You'd actually think he would say something like the devil is real. Right. 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 And the devil to him could be Mike Mayock. Wait. So did Antonio Brown, just do the unthinkable. Did he just stump Andrew Mason? Yes. Wow. Who would have thought? He did with Who well, chicken scratch. He, he's not exactly speaking the, the Queen's English here, so <laughs> you know, there is some 
level of interpretation that has to go on with this. We just got two <laughs> album titles, The Devil is a Lie and The Queen's English. <laughs> I like them both. Um, this is crazy. To me, it seems like the there's a rivalry here that there's like this triangle. You've got A.B. and Gruden, and Gruden like loves A.B., and he wants to love him so badly. Then you have A.B. and Mayock. Mayock is sick of the garbage, and you, you can almost just feel it in like the tone of the letter, which might be just the letter that he sends to everyone that's getting fined. But that's a pre, This is pretty standard wording right. for these letters. They pretty much have a form that they use for these types of, for, of letters where they say, okay, you fill in what the details were, and then, okay, if it's your first time, it's this fine. Your second time, you're the, you're you're find something different, et cetera. Because again, like the like he mentions, everything is on the discipline schedule and is, is in the CBA. And the teams can find X amount for missing a first first mandatory session, second mandatory session, et cetera. But you can feel that Mayock is is over this, and you could hear it in his little press conference that he did with the media, uh, and. It's, I wonder just how much of a divide there really is in there because I don't know how much longer that Mike Mayock is going to want to deal with this. What does Mike Mayock do in terms of uh, non-draft personnel? I think I think outside of the draft, it's all John Gruden. And who's the boss? The guy that's making $10 million. That's very true. It's very true. It, it, I, the whole thing is just a mess. And it leads us into the fact that the Broncos are going to play this week. Is A.B.? going to play in that game absolutely because we've yet to i feel like there's no resolutions to any of the pro like so he got his new helmet in hard knocks is he happy with it because last time he got a new helmet he was happy with it for like a day he indicated he was fine i mean he made some nice catches in practice the part they showed of him practicing it was one-on-one drills but he looked like a b of course i know you i know you expect i know you expect him to play but would you be surprised if he didn't no absolutely not I mean do you think anyone expected him to just burn his feet to death so he wouldn't be able to practice at the beginning of training camp no I don't think anyone expected that did, did people expect him to step away not once but twice because of a helmet issue no so would I be surprised if one of those two things comes back up or what if he just what if he has dinner reservations in Oakland at 8:30 on Monday night? Or he wants more money. Like he just decides like, "Eh, this wasn't <laughs> enough. I I'm not playing until you give me more." Maybe he decides he doesn't want to play on a field that's a baseball field. Mm, as there'll be baseball playing on it just 24 hours before. Yes, and oh it's actually God. that's another thing we'll get what into. What a joke. It's the last base it's the last combo field left. So this is the last game the Broncos will likely ever play on a field that has a baseball infield. Good. So do the the Raiders root against the A's? To be done and not so they make can, the playoffs? Yeah. 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 Well, this year it doesn't really make a difference because they're home for weeks one and two. Then they don't come home again until November. Oh, true. Right. Maybe so that was on purpose? Even if the A's go to the World Series, they should have their field back. Wouldn't that be a little home field advantage? The, the dirt? Yeah. Definitely for, like, the kickers. Mm-hmm. You never saw Janikowski like having issue with the dirt, but it felt like everyone else did. Oh, that yeah. sounds awful. This for used a to be common back in the '80s and early '90s. You had about a third of the league playing on fields that were also used for Major League Baseball. This what were the '80s like, Mace? <laughs> oh, no, I, I forget. The '80s were glorious. <laughs> Everything you've seen in pop culture and more. It was a blissful time. <laughs> <laughs> Pop culture was at, I wouldn't say it was at Zenith, 
I mean, shoot, you had to, you know, things like New Kids on the Block were popular back <laughs> in the 80s. You know. Are we in the Dark Ages now? Uh, no, 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 no. The 90s were the Dark Ages. The late, the late 90s. Yes. From Hanson through like boy bands and stuff like that. That was the dark ages of music. <laughs> and the and the, the light ages of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um We're gonna get into a deep Raiders preview on Friday. But before we do that, I want one question for you guys, and we don't have to go too deep on this. You have your choice. The teams stay the exact same. There's two players available that you can draft. All the rest of the team is, is available, but you have the first pick of Joe Flacco or Derek Carr. You can add Derek Carr to the Broncos, or you can keep Joe Flacco. Zach, who do you take? I'm taking option C, just what, whatever uh, other quarterback. Oh, you're going to take Brandon Allen? Sure. <laughs> no. Oh, Deshaun man. Kaiser interest you? I mean, you? This, is, this is a push in, in reality, so – you got to lean with a guy that has the experience and, and that has winning behind him, and that is Joe Flacco. That that's that's who the Broncos at now. If you look at both of their uh, records over the past few years, doesn't look very good. So who are you taking? Joe Flacco. Joe okay. Flacco. You you got to take the guy with experience with winning behind him. This year, Derek Carr has a twenty two point five million dollar salary cap charge. Does that change your mind at all? It doesn't change. It doesn't affect this situation. Okay. Well, with those two, I'm choosing the Joe Flacco option in part because of the experience, in part in the playoffs, in part because of the contract that you can get out of at any time. But something I was kicking around last week, what would you rather have to feel good about the Broncos in 2019? Joe Flacco at $19 million of your cap or... Ryan Fitzpatrick, $5.5 million, plus Quan Alexander at $11.531 million on your cap. Mm. What's a better team, the Broncos as they are, or the Broncos with Fitz instead of Flacco, but with Quan filling that big hole at linebacker? Definitely Fitzpatrick. First of all, wow. I'm a big Fitzpatrick guy. <laughs> Love Fitzpatrick. I was literally riding Fitzpatrick for Halloween last year. So yeah, you just grow the beard out for a couple of weeks and you're good. I right. can see that. Yeah. yeah. So I I love Fitz Magic and I don't think the drop off is very big at all. And the difference between Quan Alexander and you know Todd Davis and Josie Jewell to me is is pretty substantial, uh, especially for the type of linebacker that I like. So that's that's the direction I would go. If you're trying to win this year, it's definitely Joe Flacco. You got to go you got to go with the winning guy and yes, the stats aren't I mean, Fitzpatrick may have better stats over the past few years, but this is a this team is built with the formula of defense first and I know you're not right. getting Quan Alexander, but Joe Flacco knows how to win with that. He knows how to manage games. He knows how to how to win in the fourth quarter late in games. Imagine though if When's the last time he threw for 400 though? Of course, Fitzpatrick slash Fitzmagic is Never. good for one galactically bad game a year, yes. like he had against Chicago. The other thing with Fitz that's interesting, just turn the clock back for a moment to 2016, and the Broncos, they don't sign Brock Osweiler. He goes off to Houston. You could have brought in Ryan Fitzpatrick for $12 million. Ugh. And instead, oh, we'll see what we got with Mark Sanchez. <laughs> and, Paxton Lynch. And, then, and Paxton Lynch was like a correction to Mark Sanchez and – I maintain if the Broncos had signed Fitzpatrick in 2016, they would have gone 12-4 and four with that defense 
mm. and a guy who was just good enough on the other side leading the offense. 12 and 4. If you want entertainment, though, it's absolutely 100% Fitzpatrick. That's what I'm here for, so <laughs> it makes sense for me. Uh, and if you want entertainment at any time, just drink enough Breckenridge beers, <laughs> and then you'll, you can find anything entertaining. It's pretty easy to drink many of them as well. They're so smooth. So I am – oh, wow, Mace, Mace, it's 1045. <laughs> We've got work. Nothing slowing him down. Beer 30 somewhere. <laughs> Welcome to the job, Mace. <laughs> Uh, yeah, by the way, at the same time that um, Zach eats a Hot Pocket, which will happen this week, we'll, get, we'll, have, we'll let Mace have a, have a Breckenridge beard just so he can be indoctrinated as well. Uh, real i got to get on this Hot Pockets train, by the way. I was, look, I was looking at some of the varieties last night. There are pretzel pockets. Uh, had them. Not, not too bad. Not Ooh. as good as just the OGs. You have to go with the original. You're right. talking the outside is pretzel? Yeah, the outside is pretzel Ooh. instead of pocket. It, yeah, instead of whatever the pocket may be. Pretzel pocket. Uh, so, Mace, you have had a Hot Pocket. We just need to confirm that. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yes. A staple of my bachelor years, the Hot Pockets and the Totino's Party Pizza that you can Ooh. get four for $5 mm. over at the grocery so store. It doesn't taste like pizza. Still so good. Like, it's, it has a different flavor than pizza. Yes. But it's a great flavor. <laughs> Maybe that's my issue is I didn't really have the bachelor years. Oh, yeah, you've been wifed up since, like, <laughs> 1978. My last Christmas, as before I settled in with the woman who eventually became my wife, my last Christmas alone, I ate a Totino's party pizza for Christmas <laughs> dinner while watching a, a, I think it was a Monday night football game. Now, is that a high point in your life or a low point? Depends on your perspective. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the evening. I'd say so. it sounds pretty good. So, speaking of enjoying the evening, tonight I'm getting together with some of my uh, my bu- my buff faithful to record a different podcast mm. known as the Free Ballin Podcast. Uh, and you're doing your world tour this week. I am. I'm, I'm on the full like Buffs versus Nebraska media <laughs> podcast tour, uh, and I will definitely be serving up some Breckenridge beers at my house as we uh, as we get ready for that one so shout out to Breckenridge that's a can't miss and if you drink too much you might need to go to Green Mountain Dental Group (laughs) 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 because taking care of your teeth is pretty important and our friends at Green Mountain Dental Group are giving away a free Sonicare when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam that's right you simply have to take care of your teeth for Green Mountain Dental Group to hand over a free Sonicare check them out today online or call 988-0711 to schedule an appointment today and to all those Nebraska fans out there listening, we know that you need you need a Green Mountain Dental Group. Hey now, <laughs> you know I love you. I'm just I just have to have fun with you. It's my only chance. There's gonna be like a four year break between now and the next time we play. I gotta get my <laughs> shots in now. Is this the last one? So I think they play again in 2023 in Lincoln, and then 2024 in Boulder. Okay, okay. I don't even know if I can go back to Lincoln because last last year I think is like by far the most fun you can possibly have there. Like, nothing can ever live up to that You again. want that as your most recent memory? My only, yep. yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Don't want to remember anything else about that place. That's actually one of the best places to go watch a game. I mean, I know CU fans may you know, go, ugh, Nebraska. Lincoln <laughs> on a big game weekend is a top five college town. I think I gave them their due. Like, like it wouldn't have been fun if it yeah. sucked as a town. We, like... The way that they have everything set up around the stadium, it's like there's a utopia in the middle of a giant cornfield, but the utopia is legit. Like, I give them credit for what's going on around that stadium. It's a a good town. It's a good little college town. Did you have the full leaded jacket? 
No. <laughs> I, I we didn't need it. You know what? They were really nice and and uh, no, that's a sandwich. Oh. <laughs> There's a restaurant called Lead Belly in downtown Lincoln, and they serve a burger that is on a cinnamon roll, and it's mm. topped with, like, jalapeno cheese. Literally, you eat it with a knife and fork. It's called the full leaded jacket. Okay, okay. And I had that when I was in Lincoln a couple of years ago while watching a Thursday night uh, game between the Bucks and the Patriots. So is How that- was it? <laughs> it was tremendous. Wow. And I, I was surprised that I ate the entire thing. I'm on the – I think we've talked about this a couple times on the show. I'm a believer in, like, keep good things good that don't need to be made. Like, I love cinnamon rolls. I love burgers. There's chili on it. I'd ra- chili. Chili oh, on it. Oh, and chili. All three things. Very good. I just don't think I need them all together. But why not? Why not see if, if three good things – Make the best thing, but of the your chili life. and cinnamon rolls is huge in Nebraska. I know, I haven't tried that. Really? Either. Yes. Oh yeah. As a like a Instead lunchtime like combo bread? when you're when you're growing up, they like in the cafeteria at your elementary school, you get chili and cinnamon rolls together. It's a huge thing. Oh, not on top of you. Oh not. yeah. Oh wow. You put your cinnamon roll in there, and you cover it in chili. Yes. <laughs> what? What's your opinion on Runza sandwiches, by the way? Since we're talking about hot pockets, uh, the, it's right there in the name, Runs. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyways, let's jump into the questions. Uh, there's a lot here, and a lot of them, as we predicted, actually Zach predicted correctly, uh, are, are welcoming Mace, but we, everyone everyone has a voice on this podcast, so uh, let's get those started. First one coming in from Bronco Matt. He says, all I can say is it's amazing Mace is at BSN. It was such a sad day when Orange and Blue passed on. Getting to hear you on the podcast is going to be such an enriching part of my week. I know when my subscription is up with Mace at BSN, I'm totally willing to pay full price. No promo code required. Happy face. Zach and Ryan, you guys are still totally worth a nickel a day. Hey, we'll take our nickel a day. You know, Mace is worth 45 bucks. We're worth a nickel. Wow, that's that's bold. Well, I got to make it worth his money. That's the thing now. But yeah, uh, Pressure's on you. We're, pressure's yeah. off. Yeah. When we finish this podcast, that's how we got our nickel. We earned our nickel. Everything else we do is just a bonus. I'd say we've earned our nickel by now. I, I think so, too. Let's just just by driving down here. You earned it. There you go. Uh, next one comes in from Broncos Girl 723. She starts by saying, Mace, welcome to the fam. We just need to cut to the important stuff. One, have you had a Hot Pocket? We confirmed that. What's your favorite Hot Pocket? Um, the Philly Steak and Cheese. Oh, see, that's my least favorite. <laughs> it's actually not bad, in my opinion. Something about the steak isn't very steaky. I was going to say, is it steak? <laughs> it resembles beef. <laughs> it's uh, the right color. Not sure what anim- animal it is, though. I like this. We need more differing <laughs> opinions on this podcast. Two, how do you cook your ramen? Oh, it's been ages. Actually, we just got some ramen for uh, my wife's uh, niece who's head off to a DU, kind of part mm, of a care package. When I would cook ramen, I would add some sriracha to it, and uh, I would dice a tomato and put it in as mm. well so I could actually get a real vegetable. Got to get the fresh <laughs> element in yes. there. Got to get the fresh element. Um Three is for Mr. B. Four, what is your favorite cereal? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Mm. Same. <laughs> All sweet stuff. We actually, though, now have Reese's Puffs in our cabinet that my daughter likes. And last, I eat cereal as a snack yep. in the evening. So I just get a bowl and just start eating it with my hand like it's like their tortilla chips or something. Reese's Tremendous. Puffs, all-time good dry cereal. Yes. How does it compare to just a Reese's? Mm, I mean, it's crunchier. 
Mm. Which you'd hope. Wow. If you did like a, you know how people have like a bowl of like, you know, snacks or, you know, pop, like Popcorn. caramel corn or whatever, like Reese's on the, cereal? what if you did like Reese's puffs and then you mixed in some like peanut, uh, peanut M&Ms or something to get an extra little like chocolate mm. and or maybe Reese's puffs and Reese's pieces. Mm. Mm. There you go. Okay. Uh, have you had grape nuts? Not in many, many years. What's your take on grape nuts? They're not really nuts, but they're not grapes. <laughs> exactly. So we, if we told you, if we said, what's a seven-minute soak? <laughs> what would you think? Um, I would think of a player after a game, maybe a picture after a baseball game, soaking his arm in ice. One of Close. our listeners contended that grape nuts are good if you just let them soak in the cereal for seven minutes before you eat it. So they're actually soggy? Right. Yes. Well, I remember the John Denver commercials for them in the 80s. Again, the <laughs> 80s were bliss. And so for some reason, I've always associated grape nuts with Colorado. Oh. But I've never had, I haven't had them since moving to Colorado. Is there a jingle or something? I don't remember. that. If there was a jingle, I don't remember it. I'm sure the, the commercials are on YouTube somewhere. So. Grape nuts don't break your teeth. they do break your teeth that's the problem uh have you ever heard of cooking salmon in the dishwasher no yes (sighs) right on mace right on. i'm not sure that i want to that is the l for me Oh. Ryan kept telling me it was a thing. It's a thing. And, and Where? I, I, I don't. I don't believe it. I think. I think Anywhere. he wants me to. To he wants to get a text message from me one night, being like, "This salmon is disgusting. What? It tastes like soap. What's no, going on here? You don't here? have to put soap in there. You just run a cycle on its own. A short cycle. You put some herbs and lemon and garlic and all that stuff in tin foil. You wrap it up nice and tight, no, so that you know nothing gets in there. And then you just run a short cycle and you bring it out and you have perfectly steamed salmon. See, he's trying to get you now too. He's trying to get you. <sighs> Man, I'm I'm a salmon snob. I used to live in Seattle. Mm. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> well, Zach, Mace will be in Oakland on Monday. Mm-hmm. You and I we're gonna watch the game together. Mm-hmm. How about I cook us up <laughs> some dishwasher salmon? I'm probably going to get the one from the dishwasher. You're going to be like, oh, no, I just, just wanted mine in the oven tonight. You can come over early. I'll show you the preparation <laughs> and everything. All right, seven is for Mr. Elway. And eight, do you watch Bachelor or Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise? Hell no. I'm not a reality oh, come television on, guy. Come on, come on. I can't do it. I, I have a cousin who watches them. She posts occasionally on Facebook about them. <laughs> When you have something truly stupid, I think it was from Australia where the contestant confused astronomy with astrology. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I need right there. I don't need any more than that. I watch remarkably little non-sports television today. Me too. But my girlfriend got me turned on to Bachelor, Bachelorette, and I just, it's good. I think, good stuff. I think we're going to be the only dose of reality you need, Mace. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, Keep me up to date with the world of it. <laughs> all right. Uh, and Bronco's girl finished by saying, finally, I think a watch party is in order to officially welcome Mace to the family. Well, I'm sure we'll have a watch party or something at some point where everyone can come hang out with Mace like we are Let's do fortunate it. enough to do. Another thing that I realized yesterday I wanted to mention on this podcast that I, I thought about on my drive was like, people probably don't know how many great conversations the three of us have had before we did this podcast. I think that's why yesterday went so smoothly. Yep. I think there are times when the most entertaining thing about 
Broncos practice, especially in the offseason, is the conversations that the media members are having off to the side. I'm not sure that practice would be worth watching, but I think a lot of the conversations that we have, others that uh, we interact with from other media outlets, that is actually entertaining. Or like our post-game, yes. our post-game oh, conversations. It's, <laughs> yeah. When I passed by you guys, I, in my mind last year, I would budget about 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and the games were so bad last year at yeah. times that it, it's like, okay, well, what they've done wrong, this, this, this. And, oh, my, oh my gosh, what are they doing? What's wrong with their game? You know, why can't Vance Joseph manage a game? Very, and so we feel your pain, fans, yes. when you watch Vance Joseph completely screw up the end of the first half against Houston and or cost your team a field goal. We or, get that. Or the end of the game against Houston <laughs> when he didn't go for more yards. And the end of the game against Cleveland. All right, it's game week. We don't need to be bringing Vance Moving Joseph on. vibes uh, into this building. All right, we, what we got next here, Coach Toad. Tobin. Yep. Hi, guys. It's game week, and I'm sure you know I'm pumped, hence the comments football is back. All I have today is I noticed Vaughn and McManus posted a photo rocking mustaches. And by the way, McManus's mustache, in my opinion, above Vaughn's, by the way. Yep. Oh, yeah. yep. I'm going to do the same this season, but with Mace coming in, anyone else going to grow a Mace stash? Hashtag damn good pod. Well, it's more of a beard now because I've, I've gone to the beard the last few months. The beard is great. Yes. It covers up a multitude of sins. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes I've just, I, I trimmed it a few days ago, but when I was on vacation this summer, I was letting it go. And there was another moment earlier this year I let it go, and I came back, and Tyler Columbus, when he was doing stuff over at Orange and Blue, he, he said he respected the fact that I was just letting the beard go and not trimming it. And then one day I come in and I've, I've touched it up a little bit. I went over to barber shop and they evened my lines out. And Tyler said, you know, I was so proud of you with the beard, but now I'm disappointing you. If you're going to rock that, you got to let it go. I, and Ryan, uh, you keep yours trim. Yeah, I try to keep mine pretty tight. I've, I have let it grow before. Um, I dated a girl who, who liked it clean shaven. And as soon as we broke up, I was like, I'm never shaving again. I probably let it go for like... Uh, four months or so and it was it was something it wasn't good i'm letting mine go today how's it look zach's been letting his go for what 27 years (laughs) wow i wish i wish (laughs) baby-faced assassin (laughs) maybe mace should just go straight stash Mm. not even the goatee Mm. just the stash i've thought about that (laughs) because i always like to change things up from time to time i had the goatee for a while i thought it was growing stale then I went beard. The one thing I can't do, as long as I'm married to my wife, the one thing I can't do is be clean shaven. Because unfortunately, I inherited some of my mother's traits in my face. So if I go clean shaven, she has said, look, I'm, I'll see your mom a little bit. And that <laughs> won't work. So you have to have some kind of facial hair. So I'm, it's goatee, mustache, or beard. I have to have something. That's hilarious. Always. I'm stuck with it. We should make like, maybe, see, I would do the stash my stash can't stand alone like it's it's simply a complimentary player it's like it's like um Monte booker or like joe flacco like it, it can hang around and, and be a part of the of what's going on it just can't be everything you're doing what if mace goes only stash and you do everything but the stash i go like amish, amish right. <laughs> party That's like a, it's 1699 maybe if the broncos like make the playoffs we'll make we'll make some facial hair bets <laughs> I'm all game for that. I, mean, I could go Amish right now just by shaving the mustache part of the beard. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no. <laughs> I, 
All right, next one comes in from Count Flacula. He says, it was shortly after First and Ten went off the air that I fell into a deep depression. My daily dose of Andrew Mason had kept me sane. It, his, in, in his infinite wisdom, he suggested that I turn on the fine gents at BSN. By the time I heeded his sage advice, Zach was in Greece, and I think Cackles and RK were holding down the fort. Nonetheless, I became a BSN devotee. Or devote, is that devotee? Devotee. Devotee. Thanks, Mace. Uh, but still had a giant hole in my heart. Mace joining the crew has refade, restored my faith in all that will be right with the world, at least in Broncos country. This triumvirate will no doubt result in the greatest sports banter of all time. Kudos, gents. Best day ever. Love the count. I'm stunned at the amount of people I've heard from in the last 24 hours via email comments that reference first and 10 because we could see the ratings. Our, we had good digital numbers, but our ter- terrestrial numbers were <laughs> dreadful. And that's one reason why Orange and Blue 760 does not exist anymore. So you sometimes wonder, okay, who are we talking to out here? And then to see this, is, it's kind of cool. I'm sorry that you fell into a deep depression, though, Count Flacula. Although I was down at times about it myself, so I can kind of relate. I noticed that there's, there was some overlap uh, between our listeners and your listeners back then. Uh, and obviously since then, a lot of people have chimed in and been like, I'm already a subscriber to BSN, and I loved what you did at First and Ten. So I think there's something to be said for um, – I think we're just generally positive people that attract the same sort of people. We'll have to get Steve Atwar to pop on here sometime, mm-hmm. too. I think I can make that happen. Any oh. Anytime. And along those same lines, do you like Dad says sadness, confusion, fear? Where will we be able to find such a fathomless wealth of Broncos knowledge and history again? Oy. Those were some of my thoughts recently upon reading Andrew Mason's farewell address. I wish him my best and cross my fingers he would someday soon be feeding us our Denver Broncos manna and other cloud above. Absolute amazement and jubilation. What's this I see? A BSN article written by Andrew frickin' Mason? It can't be. And then it happened. That smooth blue and orange voice echoing through my speakers in perfect harmony with the effervescent duo of Zach and RK. That's a great word to describe you guys, by the way. It's effervescent. (laughs) Soda. Bubbly. (laughs) (laughs) The three most accurate and in-depth providers of Broncos content in the same place at the same time. Tupac's gangsta party starts up somewhere in the distance. There is no longer any reason to go anywhere else than BSN for the absolute best Denver Broncos content on the planet. Welcome to the BSN family and BSN Army Mace. Much love, Dags. Wow. That's it's quite a welcoming. That's a better cool. welcome than I had. <laughs> Although I thought I would, in the last paragraph of my farewell from the Broncos on Sunday, I did mention I'd have something in a couple of days, and I thought, okay, that'll... That'll tide people over a little bit, but... Uh, P- the anxiety was, was rampant. Somebody tweeted me on Tuesday, okay, when because I'd mentioned, I'll say something Tuesday. Okay, when are you going to announce? I'm on pins and needles. <laughs> wow, he adds, they're waiting. He, yeah. he added uh, that his, the addition to BSN has him giddy like a schoolgirl. <laughs> Mace was pretty giddy, too, yesterday. It was yes. great to see uh, his excitement for, uh, for what we were doing. Well, I texted my wife right as I left... Cause I had to go pick up dinner right after, and I said it felt really good to be back on a long broadcast mm. after a couple of months. It just it felt so smooth. Yeah. So thank you guys. I'm 
going to get all choked up here. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I mean it. It, it Wait, was great. Mace, we've had to let we're going to probably have to let you in on a lot of inside jokes as we go through here. I want I need one from you. What is the whole 75 thing about? Okay. Mm. Well, we're at Super Bowl 52 on Radio Row up in Minneapolis. And you know how Radio Row is, guys, that you have former players, current players with their handlers floating around. They're doing appearance, appearance, appearance. And then Kyle Turley comes over, former NFL offensive lineman, played at San Diego State back in the day. And then Steve casually mentions, oh, Kyle and I did a movie together. And Ryan Edwards and I are like, what? (laughs) We're just learning this now? So Steve Atwater was one of the co-producers. Another was Ray Crockett, uh, Ephraim Salam, another former Bronco, Mm -hmm, of a... Movie that was a series in Flava Flav's Night Tales. Oh my God. And it was originally called 75, styled with the number seven instead of the S and a number five in, in place of the F. I think, yeah, the, I think so. But eventually they changed the title to Dead Tone for its video release. And there's, so the reason why they call it 75 is it's a slasher film, but there's a game called 75 in which you call somebody you prank call someone and your goal is to keep them on the line for 75 seconds (laughs) well of course as you can imagine they call they call the wrong person and blood and guts falls all over the place okay that's just how it is so there was a scene in that movie when they're all they they play it as a kid but then as kids but then they grow up and they're at a they're at a college party and they're drinking and this one guy says well i got a game to play and he slams the phone down. You hear the music. You go, 75. Ah. And so that was what we kind of locked into. And so anytime the number ever came up, Ryan and I would always go, 75. <laughs> and Steve would just get a pained look on his face like, dude, why are you reminding me of that? <laughs> Good to know. I, yes. I, that, that's a, actually a great backstory. Yeah, a better backstory than most of our yeah. inside jokes. So <laughs> if the number 75 ever comes up, just I'm going to warn you, I'm going to say it like that. That's the fan service for the first and 10 at 10 crowd. I'm going to continue saying 75. <laughs> Works for me. For Mike Wilkinson, 007. Guys, I'm so stoked and relieved that Mace has joined BSN. I love all the relief. Like, everyone was, like, on pins and needles, like, what's going to happen to Mace? This is incredibly flattering. My two sources for all things Broncos have joined forces, and I couldn't be happier since I'm already a longtime subscriber and daily listener. Since it's my first comment, I'd like to quickly introduce myself. Where were you all this time? It took Mace to finally get you to come uh, into the comments section. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Yes. My first Broncos experience was Broncos-Cowboys Super Bowl. It was a loss, but I was hooked. I was in the stands for Elway's first game and pass. I was in Jerry World for Peyton Manning winning 51-49. Great game. And running the naked boot and everything in between. So I've been around. That being said, I think you'll understand when I say that I almost lost my heart and soul the past two years with Vance Joseph and the revolving quarterback show. There's, a, there's a, uh, an album title there. I can use a stronger word in front of show to describe it. Yes. <laughs> I'm here to say I believe in Vic, I believe in John, and I believe we're just good enough to miss the playoffs and get Locke on the field for four games or so. The worst thing that could happen is we go 8-8, eight and eight, miss the playoffs, and don't see Locke on the field. Give me playoffs or give me Locke or both somehow. Totally agree. Obviously, I'd rather we make the playoffs, but a little part of me hopes that if all goes south, it goes quickly so we can see what we have in Locke. What are your thoughts? Isn't 8-8 eight and eight and, or 9-7 and seven worse than 6-10 and ten or 7-9, and nine, but finding out what we have? Thanks, guys. 
and keep up the great work and welcome Mace. It is worse because 8-8 eight and eight is almost certainly out of the playoffs barring a miracle like you had in 2011. 9-7, and seven, you've got about a 25% chance of making the playoffs with that record. And so unless you go to the postseason, you need the year in which you figure out, start figuring out what you have in Drew Locke. If you miss the playoffs and Drew Locke plays zero games this year, Season's a failure. If you go nine and seven, you at least can say, like, we brought in all these new pieces and it got us going in the right direction. But you might lose some of those pieces. Chris Harris Jr. might be out the door I just uh, think as a veteran piece after the year. From a feeling standpoint, you went nine and seven. You had a winning season after two really, really bad seasons. I think it makes everyone feel a lot better about where the franchise stands. The other thing is, how'd Joe Flacco do? Did Joe Flacco play like he did in 2014? If he did, if he, he did, go they're nine going and, better than nine and seven. Yeah, in my if, opinion. exactly. But if you go eight and eight, nine and seven, let's or let's just say nine and seven, and he has a season like the last four, and Drew Locke gets out there or doesn't get out there, then yeah, I, I understand. You know the best. You're way in to, stasis. The best way to go eight and eight is to start four and eight. Bring Drew in, and he finishes the season. Oh my goodness, that is the best case scenario yep. for this year if you miss the playoffs, right. because then you're like. You're feeling the way the Packers did after the first year of Aaron Rodgers. Right. Man, we found our guy. Yep. Yep. Well, who eight, cares that we went six and ten? We found our an guy. Eight and eight, you don't care that you're picking 18, 20. That's because you don't need a quarterback. Right. From Burrito Chat. Holy crap. Andrew the legend Mason. When I saw you had moved on from DenverBroncos.com, I was genuinely sad to see you were moving on. I loved your coverage and have been a fanboy since the old podcast era. Wow. But then I saw this introduction, and I straight lost my mind with excitement. Welcome to the fam, and I will unashamedly say I'm literally more excited about you joining BSN than I am about the start of the season. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> well, I do acknowledge that some fans have diminished expectations going into the year, so I don't know where your expectations are, Burrito Chad, but there are some that if you expect 7-9, and nine, yeah, I can see more excitement about a daily podcast <laughs> and someone coming in on that than the year i also got a dm last night of a fan who said i was i legitimately got as excited about you guys adding mace as i would about the broncos signing a big time free agent whoa you're a big time free agent next one coming in from iceman he bounces all over the place in classic iceman fashion he says hey boys and welcome mr mason hey boys from now on we'll be for all three for all three of you thank you raiders week thank god ryan just for you one what's your cu nebraska score uh 37 34 Buffaloes. Mm, I like it. Ooh. Two, Corey Nelson back. Why, Mace? Familiarity. They like him upstairs. Also, his special teams presence felt like they needed a little bit of an extra punch and leadership in that phase. That's what separated him. And also, I know some fans were talking about Brandon Marshall, but Corey Nelson's a little more affordable. The Broncos are in a bit better cap shape than they were before they cut Zach Kerr and Dakota Watson, but they're still one of the teams with the least amount of cap space right now three for mr b four zach how are your future in-laws doing he had a future in there uh she's doing great there's talks about maybe her being out of the hospital at the end of this week would just be 10 days after having a heart transplant which would just be incredible wow. so thank you for asking ice man five zach the broncos depth is seven to nine at max i think seven to nine deep seven out of nine. Oh, seven out of nine <laughs> really good really good <laughs> yeah. score max. seven and nine i don't know I don't, I don't know about that. Okay. Six, it's nice to have a refined adult on the pod now. I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, I, 
I just I just said last night that I ate, you know, I was eating cereal by hand out of a bowl (laughs) when I wanted a snack. Uh, Last week I had a, you know, last week I had macaroni and cheese for dinner. Craft? Yes. <laughs> because I was making it for my daughter, and she and I'm like, oh, this is actually pretty good. I don't think so. <laughs> I my like my tastes aren't all that grown up. Let me be honest here. I feel like having a kid could be dangerous for uh for like health reasons. <laughs> it can, but I mean, now we're actually most nights we're in the period of okay, you got to eat your vegetables. Right. So, so it's asparagus or green beans. There's, so we're actually trying to get the balanced meals in there. So. Maybe I'm refining myself. <laughs> and he says, eight more Allie and Lindsay and North Carolina. My prediction for the Denver Broncos in 2019 is nine and seven. Broncos 30, Ooh. Raiders 10. When Mace mentioned West Carolina, Central Carolina, and East Carolina, I think I was officially drunk on the Mason drinking game. Go Broncos. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, that's good. All right. Uh, next one is from If Done Right. No can defend. Yep. If done go. right, no can defend. Mace joins the team. Welcome aboard. Please understand, Mace, that this is the fun cast that lifts our spirits <laughs> daily and separates us from all the talking heads that run the plain Jane and dare I say boring podcast. Make sure to loosen up and join in on the fun. Maybe you can share some insider knowledge about what really matters, like why Redacted always asks the first question in the post-game pressers, and why doesn't anyone ever answer dumb question next? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> why name shall not be net mentioned does ask that. I think it's all about what's handed to you, yes. like the microphone. <laughs> but like on the road, yeah, he always gets the first question. I don't know if it's ever been discussed. It's just kind of accepted. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. (laughs) Next one coming in from Mark S. He says, Aloha, gents. When I first saw the tweet about Andrew Mason becoming a member of the BSN team, I said out loud, no effing way. Like so many of us have been a big fan of his. So to have Mace on board with RK and Z Money, it's one of the most epic, mind-blowing crossovers in the movies. This pod just went next level, yo. Once you started talking barbecue and ribs, I'm sure the whole community could tell Mace fits right in with the food talk. Okay, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. I already asked Mace about Hot Pockets on Twitter, so there are a few other important BSN-related manners. Let me just, I'm going to leave this one more open-ended. Okay. Best fast food burger. And, and, and price is involved in that. It has to be fast and cheap. Now, with fast food, this means you walk up to the counter. And walk place up to your the order. counter, yep. So, Shake Shack will be fast food. They also need to have um, a drive through, I think. Does Shake Shack have a drive through? I don't no, think so. Not in Denver. Okay. Yeah, and I, the one I go to in Atlanta sometimes, that doesn't have a drive through either. So, who? Shake Shack would have been my choice. And Five Guys, the who, way th- who the, was mentioned here, also no drive throughs. Nope. Right. So, I'd have to go. Man, um, I'd have to go in and out or whatever. There we go. There we go. Both I'm a, good choice. I'm going with in and out. And I know some yeah. people say in and out's <laughs> overrated. It is overrated. But you, okay, I don't expect go- a gourmet burger, but I just like a good, tasty For a dollar ninety-five. Yeah, you get you. you How you do you walk, order it? I order. Well, I use. I, I order it with. I used to order animal style. Now I get animal fries. Okay. So I get the spread and the onions and the cheese on the fries, and I just get the spread. Lettuce, tomato, onion, cheese on the double-double. Okay. so Keep it simple. I was always 
not just they're overrated. I believe they are bad. Um, but I was having it animal style, and I finally had it protein style, which is just no bun. And I realized that the animal style is what was ruining it for me. Like, I just okay. don't like – there's something about the way those, the, the onions or something, the mustard. There was something involved with mustard that someone told us. Didn't not like the, the way Not it the spread. The spread's kind of like Thousand Island dressing. Right. right. That's fine. No, right. he said that they cook the meat in some sort of, like, mustard-like okay. substance, which gives it a different flavor. I didn't like that. Um, so I, I'm not on the it's terrible now, except the fries actually are garbage. Um, That's why you get them animal style. <laughs> the fries are the one thing – that bring it down and part okay they hand cut the potatoes there but they don't really salt them up you gotta like mcdonald's why do they feel like they're empty it just feels like you're biting into air (laughs) yeah mcdonald's fries i they do them right oh my gosh actually my my daughter will tell me that the mcdonald's on colorado and arizona has better fries than the mcdonald's that's about a mile south on colorado and she'll say no i want to pick up from there because the fries are better she's really amazing yeah no kidding (laughs) next one where's the best tap water you've had richmond virginia wow i grew up you can't be on this podcast anymore (laughs) before i moved to florida because i noticed and part of it was when I was a kid, I just I, I would drink water out of the tap, and then we moved to Florida when I was 11 and couldn't do that anymore. We had to have a filter. So I'll always have a special place in my heart for Richmond, Virginia tap water. Denver's tap water. Colorado's tap water is the greatest. <laughs> I'll say this. Well, it's, it's mountain water in Virginia, too, coming down from the Blue Ridge Mountains, kind of like here with the Rocky Mountains. All right. Maybe you can get some family back there or something to send us a taste test. We've already taste tested Alaska water. Um, in Colorado won. It did. I was in uh, Kansas, Kansas City this weekend. Or I guess I was in Missouri in Kansas City this weekend. And uh, decent tap water. Mm, that's a shocker. I was actually pretty blown away by that, too. Like, didn't have a flavor. Hate when they have a flavor. Wow. There's no flavor to it. If wow. you taste any tin, run. Oh, yes. yeah. He finishes up and says, this is a great pod, and it just keeps getting better with a third man on board. I thought you'd hit three hours, so I'm impressed that you guys kept it tight to recent watermarks. Keep up the great work, guys, and never stop evolving. Thanks, fellas. Mark. There's going to be a three-hour podcast coming at some point. My <laughs> guess is it'll probably happen somewhere in between January and April when we get into the draft. Probably. Probably. Yep. All right, from Bronco Maniac UK, from from this Bron- UK Bronco Maniac, welcome to the team, Mace. I almost danced a little jig when this news popped up on my Twitter feed this morning. Now to my question. Does the addition of Brandon Allen make it more or less likely that Drew Locke will be brought back from IR after week eight? My hope is that it will be more likely. I don't know much about Allen, but his career stats don't exactly inspire much confidence. I think definitely more likely. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. But just with Allen – He's here because he has some scheme familiarity. He's been in, he's been in camps for four years, but there's nothing about Brandon Allen that says you're going to be happy with him and you're going to push Drew Locke off to the side. If Drew Locke is ready after six to eight weeks, he's back in. That's it. Yep, that that's exactly what I said yesterday. That's my biggest takeaway from the Brandon Allen signing is that Drew Locke is coming back. 100%. All right, from Gotta Chubb for Vaughn. Oh, we're not going GC4V, huh? No, nope. I, I, I got approval to say their name full. Uh, from GC4V. Yo, Perth, Australia. Hey. Yes! Hell of a spot, boys. Few facts about my hometown. One, easily some of the best beaches in the world. Two, our state is one million square miles. Wow. Wow. Three, 
reserved for Mr. Bullen. Four, we have more sunshine than any other capital city in the world. Mm. Yes, capital of Western Australia. Five, when Krispy Kreme opened their first store in the city, it created a traffic jam. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Krispy Kreme was so worldwide, but when I went to I London for the Bronco game back in 2010 at Paddington Station, that was my breakfast as of before I caught the train to ride out to Heathrow to fly back. Krispy Kremes are amazing. Wow. Yes. I, I'm a, with all respect to the donuts around here, look, I'm from the South. Krispy Kreme is from out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Now, Frank. it's not the best <laughs> jelly donut, but the best glazed donut in the world is Krispy Kreme, so, even though it's kind of airy. It's the only one that doesn't taste like all the other ones. Like, every other donut tastes very much just like the one you get at Safeway. See, yeah. I love that it's airy. The Krispy yeah, Kreme. Some people don't like, like that, but I love it. in your mouth. Yes. The, 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 you have the, the, the glaze on top of it, but it's so light that it just... You need more than one. Yeah, that's the thing. You <laughs> accept that you're going to eat three. Uh, he goes on and says, Perth is a hell of a spot. I'd love to catch up with any other BSN fans to catch a game. I've taken Tuesday off of work because the game here is Tuesday morning at 10.20 a.m. That's Ooh. crazy. I look forward to waking up at 1 and 4 a.m. during the year to watch my Broncos tear it up. Sorry for the long comment, but got to represent the hometown. P.S. Welcome to Andrew. Thank you. Okay, Zach. Uh, you do the honors. What is the country slash city of the day? The only place that I've lived outside of the United States will go Prague, Czech Republic. Wow, that Ooh. I haven't heard that I one yet. I haven't either. So if you are from Prague, you got to let us know. Or if you have some sort of deep connection to Prague, mm-hmm. such as Zach. Like Andrew Luck. I think he got married in Prague. Oh, wow. His wife's from there. Wow. Because he was... He was around Prague this summer. There was a story I was reading recently about a fan recognizing him walking the streets and Luck kind of being like, hey, but clearly he didn't want to be recognized. Right. Mm. Wow. All right. Well, if you're like me and you're trying to become more of a mature, refined adult, or if you're like Mason, you already are a mature, refined (laughs) adult, or at least someone who people think is a mature, refined adult. (laughs) I'm fooling everybody. You got to check out Weinster. Weinster is an innovative online direct-to-consumer wine club connecting wine drinkers with more than 110 of the best wineries in America today. What makes these guys different, guys, is that they're working with the wineries that are too small to end up on shelves uh, in your local liquor store. And they're really trying to discover the places that are doing great work, creating great wine, and not getting recognized as much as they should for it. Then, when they send you these wines and you have one that you think is amazing, Weinster will send it right to your door for no shipping costs. Make sure you check them out. And one of the guys that I'm doing uh, the old free balling podcast with tonight is one of the founders of Weinster. So make sure you check them out, support them. Uh, it's a really cool company doing really cool things. We always say it's like the BSN of wine of wine country. It is. Next one coming in from Kiwi Bronco. He says, I've been a big fan of Mace for a few years now. It's so good to have you join the BSN family. Just another reason to look forward to the BSN Denver podcasts. Humble thanks. And Mace will be on uh, the Denver Sports Podcast this week. We're doing a full football show. We're going all in on CU Nebraska and Broncos Raiders with uh, what should be a really great group. Can't talk about Chi-Chi Gonzalez's start last night. Yeah, that's not going to make it into the show. (laughs) Next one's from Elroy Jetson. I always say Elway Jetson, which (laughs) would be a good name too. Holy cow, guys, awesome get. Welcome to the family, Mace. I followed and tuned into Mace for my Broncos coverage for years until I found BSN. The very best of every world. No questions for now. Everything I think you guys cover, everything I think of you guys cover before I can ask. 
Almost forgot. I found a vanilla porter close to home and the sampler pack. All of it, damn good beer. Next one from Space Bar. He says, welcome, Mace. Can't wait to see all the great material and experience you will bring to BSN. I once made a comment about you to Ryan and Zach sometime last year, and they graciously left your name out since I was sort of ragging on you for being too nice to the team at times. So, I mean, it makes sense. He yeah. worked for the team. I hope to hear more of what you think without being too friendly, such as First and Ten. Today's podcast was a great start. I've always enjoyed your content, whether it's an article or an interview, and I look forward to what you bring to the BSN fam. Having a daily Ryan, Zach, and Mace podcast just made my daily life that much better. Go Broncos. Well, when you work for the team, work on a team website, it's always in the back of your mind that you might be ticking somebody off. <laughs> yep. So that self-edit thing kicks in. Now, sometimes you, I, I knew I would kind of come close to the line. But, yeah, you, you did hold back, especially last year. The, the teams were terrible. That's yep. one of the reasons why we, we did a segment on the show, maybe we can revive it here, where to deal with the things that went wrong in a game, we threw our hats. It was something that when I was a kid, I nearly got in trouble knocking a Christmas tree down when I threw a hat across the room during a Bucks game <laughs> at, at a missed field goal. And so that became a segment we did after the games. And we, on camera, heaved the hats around. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you do kind of have to play nice on that side. It's one thing I think that works against team digital media that they can't be as forthright as you'd like. Totally. Uh, and I would say, I will say this. We don't often bring up other media members names on this podcast, but in a positive light, I think we brought up Mace's name more than maybe oh, anyone yeah. else. Well, thank oh, you. Yeah. From Lone Star Bronco. Holy cow. My favorite community by far, obviously is BSN Broncos, but my favorite media member is the legendary Andrew Mason. Mace's mailbag was my first dive into further coverage of the Broncos. I'm so beyond stoked. Also, Mace is overall the smartest person I've ever heard speak. I might have to second that. <laughs> it used to be Zach. Sorry, Zach. <laughs> I actually almost met you two years ago pregame at the Broncos Chargers Monday night season opener, but I was starstruck and couldn't bring myself to approach you. So excited to see you join the best media outlet out there. Also, he says, do we well, want to... Oh, yeah, I was going to get to that after okay. I let you respond. Yeah, and I want to tell you, uh, Lone Star Bronco, if you do see me at a game, don't be shy. Because I, home and away, I always like to walk around the concourse and walk around the stands to get a feel for the atmosphere, you know, the buzz of the pregame, etc. So if you see me, don't be shy. Say hello. All right, he finishes by saying, I've created a Texas-based BSN Facebook group. Hey. Woo! It is titled... BSN Broncos Lone Star Edition. And Lone Star is one word there in case there's any uh, confusion. This is my first Facebook page ever, so I'm open to any and all suggestions. If someone wants to take over, I'm going to be open to that as well. Would love to hear from you guys. Thanks. Yeah, make sure if you're in Texas, join BSN Broncos Lone Star Edition on Facebook. That is now our second Facebook group in addition to the Utah Bronco, BSN Broncos. So awesome. cool. So cool. Next one coming in from Morsi004 says, Welcome, Mace. What an awesome addition to the pod and BSN Denver. No question today, just a sincere thank you for the amazing coverage. Makes it so much easier to follow my team from up in the deep north of Canada. Worldwide following we have here. It's oh, pretty yeah. great. From FYTB512, Mace. Ah. So happy to hear you back on the airwaves, man. I was so bummed out when the other stations started to slowly lose talent like McChesney, Lindahl, Ray, and then the trio of yourself, Ryan Edwards, and the Hall of Famer, Mr. Outwater. Love hearing all of your daily analysis and history of the game. Going to love hearing this new trio on BSN. Living in the Austin area, I definitely agree with you on Salt Lick out in Driftwood. Not only is the food delicious, but also being able to bring your own beer, sit back and relax with the view of the hill 
country makes it that much better. You could bring some Breckenridge brews. There's so many good places for barbecue here, and if you all ever get the chance, I would highly suggest Franklin's Barbecue. It's worth the long wait, and it's the best damn barbecue I've had so far. Been here four times. One of those times, Secret Service surrounded the building as a certain president came in and skipped the line to get food. Reminds me of the time that Zach Kerr didn't skip the line to get food at uh, Taste of the Broncos. It made me get a lot of respect for him. <laughs> Anyways, he says, RK, it's true that Texas barbecue is mostly known for not eating sauce, but I've never been to a place that refused to offer sauce with all their meats. So many places here make their own sauce, and they're pretty damn good, too. Pretty damn good, too. Looking forward to more great content. I just feel like if you're trying to resist the sauce, you aren't able to make a sauce that's as good as it could be. Mm. Embrace the sauce. Mm. Next one coming in from Vilka Dan says, Got him. So happy to have Mace joining the pod. Since the O&B went poof and vanished, I was hoping Mace would show up on some regular basis somewhere. Major score. Just goes to show you what a record-breaking po- promo will get you. There we go. Face. <laughs> happy to have you on board, Mace. Looking forward to you bringing your insight and takes to the pod. Every time I see got him, I think of the way we would say it on our show on Orange Blue. Got him! <laughs> Sorry to the people in the media room that heard that. Bro- broke our levels. No, actually, you did a good job getting away from the microphone. Uh, from Shaggy McLovin the third, Andrew Mason has been my favorite reporter since before I knew about podcasts and just watched videos on DenverBroncos.com. So when I heard your podcast, uh, your last podcast saying you were changing networks and companies, I got a thought. What if you went to BSN, my favorite Broncos media source? Here you are. Welcome, Mace, to BSN. And way to step it up, BSN, for getting better when I didn't think it was possible. My daughter, a Scooby-Doo enthusiast, appreciates the first part of your name, <laughs> by the way, with Shaggy. It's good to see the kids are still getting some uh, some classics. Charlotte <laughs> loves the old school. She loves Scooby-Doo. She loves Bugs Bunny. Mm, you raised Tom right. and Jerry is another one she was watching last week. Old Tom and Jerry cartoon. All good stuff. All good stuff. <laughs> Next one coming in from DJC15 says, Well, boys, football is back. As a Texas Longhorn fan who grew up in Denver, for a bit. I miss CU being in the Big 12. I'm extremely excited for the Texas versus LSU game this week. It's going to be wild. The old uh, what, Southwest Conference? Yes. Welcome. Well, to- no, but LSU was in the SEC. Okay. I so they it. never were in the same conference. Oh, Texas I'm thinking of Arkansas. Ar- was yeah, Arkansas, Arkansas was in the Southwest Conference. They were the only non-Texas school in that. This is just a border rivalry that's not really a rivalry, but I'd like to see them meet more often. Welcome to the crew, Mr. Mason. It's great to have you. This isn't just a company. It's a family. What other group does bar crawls together with their writers? Love this fan. And subscribing two years ago was the best decision I made in a while. We may have to do some meetups on the road. It's probably too late to get one going for this week in Oakland. And I've actually got a plan uh, with a former co-worker who lives down, uh, down south of San Jose. So I probably can't do it for this game. But... We need to figure something out. Yeah, I've done it actually um, twice. I did one in Arizona last year before the game, and we had like 15 people there. It was Mm -hmm. awesome. And then we did one in Canton, which was also fun, even though I led us to a sketchy bar. (laughs) (laughs) That's what makes it fun, though. Exactly. From Steve Outwater Hall of Fame, I recently found out that I'm deploying, so I'll be relying heavily on you guys for all the inside information and insight into the Broncos while I'm away. I love this community, and you know I'll be representing the BSN Mafia with pride. We will be training foreign military personnel, and I plan on bringing a dozen BSN shirts to help me convert as many of them into BSNers as possible. That's awesome. Would it be, uh, would it be possible to get any of these shirts in, dark, in a dark green or tan color? I love the bright orange colors, but the Von Miller goat shirt could result in a severe case of high-speed lead poisoning in that type of environment. I think I know what you're talking about. 
You guys are great, and I look forward to what Andrew Mason can bring to BSN. I love the facts and random knowledge you interject into the pod. Much love. Thank you. And, yeah. and I'll echo the comment that we got right after that. Uh, stay safe over there. Yeah, yeah stay safe. safe. Thank yeah. you so much. As for the shirt, I, I don't know about printing a, a green one, but as much as it pains me to say this, the, B, the, the BSN Ram shirt is a darker <laughs> green color. So maybe you can go in that uh, direction. Next one from Bronco Tech 70 says, Hello, gentlemen. Welcome to the fam, mate. It's going to be interesting having on an adult on the podcast. What was going on here before I showed up? That's what <laughs> I want to know. know. We're, but, we're buttoned up now. Love the content. We'll probably have questions later in the season. We're definitely not buttoned up. Side note, got my first taste of Strawberry Sky. Special delivery from my aunt in Colorado who came to Texas for a visit. And my... Humble honest opinion. In my, in is it humble or humble? honest? Yeah. I always thought it was in my honest opinion. I thought it was humble. Not being. Wow. We have a says, debate here. Yeah. In my H opinion, not being a flavored beer guy, damn good beer. Perfect refreshment for a hot Texas day. Thanks again and excited for the additional knowledge that will come to us from Mace. From Bad 188, Mace. This is, this is crazy. Welcome to the BSN family. Outside of Zach and RK, you are my favorite Broncos beat writer. So to have all of you under one roof is insane to me. I saw, uh, saw you a few times at the Hall of Fame weekend. Every time I walked by, you pointed out and yelled. Uh, I pointed you out and yelled, what's up, Mace? I hope you kind of remember that. I do. Appreciate Yesterday, that. you mentioned the ECU center field decal. Are you from North Carolina? I grew up in Raleigh and went to school at ECU, so I was shocked when you busted that little nugget out. Well, my dad's side of the family is from North Carolina. My mom's side is from Yorkshire in England. And I was born in wow. Virginia, but uh, moved to Florida. For me, North Carolina's home kind of the homeland, we'd say. I got married up in Asheville, up in the mountains. Of course, I worked for the Panthers for a couple of years, I think. At some point down the line, my wife and I want to uh, move back to North Carolina and and live there. So it'll always be home to me. And so that's kind of why I busted it out. Now, I grew up a North Carolina fan. I went to basketball camp there. So yeah, when it comes to the loyalty of schools in that state, even though I didn't go to college there, I'm all Carolina blue. But I do, I do respect East Carolina. They have an incredibly passionate fan base out there. Pirates. Yes. And uh, they produce a lot of good football players as well over the years. Uh, I believe Bad One went to ECU. Um, Although I wish the former Bronco who just coached out there, Scotty Montgomery, had done better. That was a bit of a bust of a hire that set ECU back. Um, I was rooting for him. Didn't work out. Where did you go to college? Uh, Missouri and South Florida. My dad was working in St. Louis at the time I was in state, and then I transferred to USF, okay. which was really good because at USF, being right there in Tampa, I got to work with the arena football team. That's awesome. Doing PR, digital stuff, stat research, et cetera, which really is what started me on the path to covering the NFL. Wow. That's awesome. Next one's from Ooh Benny Lava. Sup, fam? How you boys doing? I just finished making the move from Bozeman, Montana to New Orleans. Ooh, wow, talk about a culture shock. <laughs> uh, thanks for the content to make up my long drive, uh, to make my long drive a little more bearable. With all the talk that's been on the pod about the Bama boys lighting up Bourbon Street, I hope there will be a version two. I would actually be version three. <laughs> Are there any other New Orleans BSNers? Yes, there is at least one I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that uh, Tanner Kelly is down there in Louisiana. He says, I'm wondering if there's a Broncos bar I can catch the game at this Monday and would love some info from some locals if you're out there. Here's my email for direct responses. It's, well, you just have to see it on there. (laughs) (laughs) No question today. Just wanted to check in and say I'm damn stoked for football. P.S. It's really hot here. P.P.S. <laughs> is it just me or is Mike Purcell like a Peco 2.0? I like that guy. I got to give you credit, Ryan. You were the first one to really recognize Mike Purcell. 
and how well he was playing yeah. among us in the media court. <laughs> Mike Purcell, I, I, you know, the, the local angle. I always love a, yep. I always love a Colorado guy as a Colorado guy myself. And he's, he's home again. Next one coming in from Jack Double Magnum. He says, Mace, that's awesome. He joined BSN. Mason is somebody I've followed on Twitter for years and has always been one of my first goes-tos for Broncos info. Welcome to the family. This isn't necessarily a Broncos-related question, but I guess I could tie it in. This Trent Williams situation in Washington doesn't look like it's ever going to get resolved and looks like he'll be willing to pull a Le'Veon Bell and sit out the entire season. Is there any chance Denver is monitoring that situation and possibly eyeing Trent Williams as a trade target, possibly sending Bulls in some variety of draft capital for Williams? Seems like it would be a win for both sides as Bulls would be better than whatever backup they have uh, and Williams would replace Bulls would be a massive upgrade to the Broncos offensive line, especially for Reisner's development. Thanks, fellas. And once again, welcome, Mace. It's definitely a notion that's been kicked around. Now, anything with Trent Williams, if the Broncos did make a play for him, has to work around the fact that as of this morning, according to the NFLPA public salary cap report, the Broncos are sitting on only $5,319,992 of cap space. So you'd have to divest yourself of at least a couple of significant contracts. You'd probably have to restructure in order to get a Trent Williams in. That's one I wonder if they might look at if this persists into October and November. And if the team is playing well, remember back in 2015, they were willing to trade for Joe Thomas. And it was close. And I'll tell you how close the Joe Thomas trade was working on the team site internally. I had the story written mm. wow. that the Broncos mm. were getting Joe Thomas. Wow. It looked like it was going to happen all day until the last moment. Wow. Wow, that is crazy. Shout out to Joe Thomas for turning me on to the keto diet. <laughs> Joe Thomas is an American treasure. Oh, I'm proud great. to say he follows me on Twitter, by the way. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. I'm proud to say Mace now follows me on Twitter. <laughs> I, I realized I'm like, years. oh my goodness, I'm not following these guys. I... I <laughs> I have to apologize to you too, because I was trying to limit my Twitter followers because my Twitter follows because they're over a thousand. I'm gonna have to pair them. And I'm like, okay, how am I not following you guys? <laughs> Complete foul up on my part. Okay. I'm sorry. It's okay. Zach didn't accept my friend request for like seven months on Facebook. Well, that's another thing. I gotta get with you on Facebook too. I'm maybe friends for, with Ryan. Maybe longer than seven months if uh, you put that in. You but I'm not really a Facebook you. guy. Yeah, I tend to not be there that often. Next one coming in from Michael Pexy says, so stoked to have Mace on the podcast. This takes what was an already an awesome pod and makes it next level. Welcome. Any chance Mace will give us a sneak peek at his all-time Broncos Ooh, team? Good question. It's going to be my book, my all-time Broncos team coming out next year. Now, there's a version of it on DenverBroncos.com after the Broncos 100, but I chose that from the Broncos 100. My all-time team is going to include rankings. A cu- there'll be some rankings and a couple of players who weren't on there. And I'll just give you a tease. For example, Mike Leach. We didn't have a long snapper on the Broncos 100, but for right. my book that I'm working on, I'm going to have a long snapper. Mike Leach, who was here from 02 to 08, he's the guy that stands above. I know Casey Kreider is the Pro Bowler, but Leach was here longer and would have had a really long run with the Broncos if they had not fired Mike Shanahan. Because remember, Josh McDaniels decided to give way too much money to Lonnie Paxton. Right. And that was and guys, that was the move that shook up the Broncos locker room at the start of free agency that year. Jay Cutler was still with the team, but when they got rid of Mike Leach, who had been perfect basically for six and a half seasons, just so Josh McDaniels could bring in a guy from New England 
it was that move that made everybody say, whoa, this is going to be rough. This is going to be different because Leach did his job so well. And he was out of a job for like a day. He signed with Arizona right after. And the thing with Mike Leach is he was the guy who was content to just take the league minimum a little bit above, get a, a decent signing bonus, and move on. He had one of, His renegotiations were always the easiest. He, was, he wanted to be a Bronco for life. Didn't quite happen, but he's still the all-time long snapper. Only Mace can give you that much information <laughs> on a long snapper. <laughs> From Drive86, been a listener for a year now. I found you guys right before the season and started uh, subscribing for almost a year. It was my first subscription to anything. I got to say, BSN has grown by leaps and bounds, and I'm damn proud to be part of the fam. With that said, welcome, Mace, to the fam. We are glad to have you along for the ride. Really quick, I love how everyone... Set, like we've always said welcome to the fam when someone joins us mm-hmm. i love how now that's going back the other way because someone joined us on this side of things yep. and now everyone on that side of things which really there isn't a side there but it's saying welcome to the fam because it, it, it is their chance like now they're the ones who've been here that are getting a chance to welcome someone new in it's really cool it's it very flattering and it makes me fe- it makes me feel at home even though i've been here just a couple of days now so it's great to it's have wonderful you. Question, he says, I'm extremely optimistic for this season, and that's because of uh, of you. Are we looking at another mediocre year? Am I just looking through my orange and blue glasses, or do you see us having a good year? Keep up the good work. Hashtag beat the Raiders. They can have a good year, but you've got to draw an inside straight. Everything has to go right. You've got to avoid injuries, for example. And rem- there's still and not much depth column, on this team. Yeah, That's what my whole column was after they, they set the roster. It was like, okay. I see. I can see a path for this team to make the playoffs. It just involves no one getting hurt on offense. Yeah, which it, which is tough. It's it's tough to go through a whole season with that. And look, also a good year, maybe eight and eight, maybe nine and seven. In terms of if you want to look at it as a two game improvement, three game improvement. So just depends on what angle those those orange and blue glasses are looking at. Next one coming in from T Dubs. He says, "Well, boys." All I know is this. The rest of the national sports media should be thankful that BSN doesn't have the manpower to cover all of the teams around the league because they wouldn't stand a chance. Hell, even Perna makes those guys look bad. So thankful for this community and this damn good sports coverage. P.S. The BSN meetup in Salt Lake has been set up in our Facebook group, so if there's any fans in Utah who haven't joined yet, please do, and let's all get together and talk Broncos. That's so incredible, and please document as much as you can. Pictures, videos anything to show us what what it's like out there at the BSN uh, Salt Lake meetup. You just send them like a banner or something like that. Put up <laughs> yeah. in the, yep. put up in the bar wherever Salt they're Lake, having it. Salt Lake BSNers. Next one coming in from Dark Saber says, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Andrew freaking Mason. I was legitimately <laughs> sad the day you posted that you were moving on from the Broncos and thought you'd still be covering, and, and though you'd still be covering the team, I was worried since we'd already lost your daily amazingness on Orange and Blue Radio. Little did I know, my favorite Broncos coverage was about to add my favorite Broncos pontificator. I'm so insanely happy you've joined the BSN fan mates, and I'm looking forward to the awesome content you'll all be contributing. Perhaps a reboot of Face the Mace with Alley Hosting is in the works. BSN officially won free agency this year, no question. Well, What is Mace? Face, face the, the Mace. mace. Uh, for those who don't know, a few years ago on the Broncos website, Mike Bonner, who uh, was the executive producer and now works over at Notre Dame, had this idea to do a game show where you'd have a contestant come on, answer questions, and then I would be... Oh, like stump the schwa. Yeah, I, I'd, be in a, I'd have soundproof... <laughs> headphones and all that. I'd be sitting there behind glass with the headphone, orange and blue headphones on. Then I'd come out and answer the same questions. And we did, I think, like uh, 15, 20 episodes, and I only lost one. 
Wow. And the question that you I lost. lost on was which center had the most snaps to John Elway? You've really got three possible choices. You've got Billy Bryan, Keith Kartz, and Tom Nalen. Tom Nalen didn't start till 95, and then Elway had you know, an injury for part of 98, so I figured he wasn't it. And so it came down to Billy Bryan and Keith Kartz, and I chose Keith Kartz, and it was Billy Bryan. Wow, you'll never wow. forget that again. Wow. No, now I, I, rem- I remember that. As for whether we would do a game show, there's one thing I have to say. When you have a kid, sometimes you find that you turn the focus of part of your brain from trivia to stuff that involves your kids. So, for example, I can recite you know, the theme from Bubble Guppies, for example, from when my kid watched <laughs> that when she was in preschool. So now I have to look up just a little bit more than I did, so I'm not sure I would do quite as well in the trivia as I did a few years ago. So right. I'm not sure. we gotta keep. We got to speed this up a little bit here as we're okay. running low on time. Yep. From T-Dubs. Well, oh, sorry. From Darksaber. I already did that one too. From McGruber. <laughs> hey. McGrew Bauer. McGrew Bauer. Good call. So if the addition of Andrew Mason raises the IQ of RK and Zach, is the equal and opposite true? Will Mace now be dumber from having to listen to you two de- debate serial soak time and suffering through five-minute recaps of The Bachelor? Kidding. Love you guys, and I'm excited to hear Mace's perspective on all things Broncos. And, of course, which state has the best water? Now I'm going to start doing taste tests on the water. <laughs> yes, wherever give I go. us full reviews from the road. Next one from Mile High Kansas says, Mace, let's freaking go. Welcome aboard. Guys, what's your thoughts on Deontay Spencer signing, and is he going to upgrade our special teams play? Love you guys. Keep up the great work. I went back, watched some of his punt returns that I was able to find from his CFL days a couple of nights ago. Impressed with his vision. And he had a nice punt return for the Steelers as well this preseason. Just you know, seeing the lane, attacking it. He doesn't if he senses it there, he doesn't dance. He just goes. Mesa, I want to like I want to bring up something really quick on Deontay Spencer. We watched him return a few uh, punts yesterday, or just catch him. Right. There were reports from many media members that he was perfect. Uh, we saw one go right through his hands that then Philip Lindsay ended yes. up scooping up and running. So that just simply isn't true. And then another one, he was about. <laughs> 15 yards off on catching this ball. Like, he had to sprint last minute to catch this thing. So, it's just something I want to put out there. And kind of a weird over-the-shoulder catch that he did have at one point. So, it wasn't as smooth as it was presented. I'll be honest. I wasn't here. I was uh, coming back on my way, or I guess I was at the John Mayer concert. I read those reports. I'm like, oh, cool. Caught every punt perfectly. There was no hiccups. He's better than what the, he's better than what the Broncos had, but he's going to be week to week. Yes, uh, something is better than nothing. That is true. <laughs> nice. From Dylan C. West, never thought there would be a day where I could get more of the great Andrew Mason in my life, but I am so here for it. Two questions for you guys: One, any plans to bring on guys like Nick Kendall or Carl Dummler into your pod? You're also in my favorite football minds. I'd love to hear the conversation and maybe plug some Breck brews for those boys to try. Uh, I'm not sure about Carl, but Nick doesn't live in Denver, so that might be hard for us to do. Uh, but we might be able to get Nick at the Combine, though. Some years he goes to Indianapolis, so that might be a good time to get Nick on and, with us. And Nick's our, Nick's our guy. We like Nick a yep. lot, so maybe we can make that happen. Um, nothing against Carl. I just don't know him. Um, He's incredibly smart, too, is Nick. Okay. Yeah, oh, yeah, he is. Two, what are some realistic expectations for the guys the Broncos brought in from the outside after cutdowns? They're depth guys. Yep, they're they're depth guys that have been replaced by depth guys. 
Exactly. Yeah. I think we see Duke Dawson with a big role on special teams mm-hmm. early. They try to get him out there, but he's the number five corner right now. I'd be shocked if he plays any defensive snaps for reasons other than injury. Next one coming in from Matri says, everything wrong with the Raiders. Coach, egotistical psychopath, unconfirmed cousin of Ellen Generous. What? What's wrong with that? Quarterback, bad at throwing things. A.B., can't even get the I'm the only I'm only here so I can't don't get fined part right. GM, a fantasy football star who they thought his skills would translate well to the next level. Rookie safety will be suspended within the first four weeks for some dirty hit. Fans, well, you know. Go Broncos, go Buffs, go BSN. If Josh Allen, the edge rusher selected by the Jaguars, works out better than Cleveland Farrell, who the Raiders took at number four, I think. And he will. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what really surprised us. If they were going for an edge guy, why aren't you taking Allen? I think Allen's going to have the better career than Farrell. Now, I like the Jonathan Abram pick. Yeah, I had a dream that Jonathan Abram got traded to the Broncos last night. Oh, I hadn't thought about that that's until actually, that comment. Uh, that's a really nice dream long term. I'd love to have him. <laughs> For Make the Broncos Great Again, what a great pod, guys. And adding Mace to the mix, I'm blown away. So psyched to have you join in on the BSN family. With all the late roster moves, it makes me realize how far our team needs to go before we are truly great again. Mace, great point about the Broncos now paying the price for our terrible drafts in the last several years. I'm fearful we may be in for another rough season as it will take time for Fangio's work to fully turn the ship around. However, I take great comfort knowing that you guys will get us through it and make the season enjoyable regardless of the outcome. Thanks again for all you guys do and keep up the great work. Go Broncos. No matter how bad the season is, remember this is fun. That was something we, the last couple of years in orange and blue when we were trying to polish a turd at times, we would... Kind of before the show, Ryan and Steve and I would say, hey, look, remember, this has got to be fun. Right. We are entertainment. I will say that's what that's one thing that we uh, we never uh, we never lose sight of here. Is that this is the probably the most fun part of, yep. of the day. Exactly. And final one be. here coming in from True Champ Fan 24. He says, fellas, when I met, read Mace's tweet about leaving his current Broncos beat, I was a little upset. I thought, please, no, not Mace. Then we get the news. Ladies and gents, we, we got, got him. him. I'm sure that has been said, but I'm saying it again. Also, I know there's been a couple non-subs in the... Coeur d'Alene. Coeur d'Alene, North Idaho area. I have, I have talked to at least one person who knew of the pod who listens in on occasions. Stop being scrubs and join. I need some North Idaho BSN fam. John Elway spends some time around Coeur d'Alene. Yes, yes. it's the quarterback utopia. Yeah. Yep. Brock Elway, Osweiler, Jake Plummer, Lider, Brock Jake Plummer's up there. Yeah. If you're a Broncos quarterback, you hang out in Coeur d'Alene. And if you are in Coeur d'Alene and you're listening to this right now, come on. What you doing? Subscribe and join True Champ Fan in the Northern Idaho BSN family. And with that, we have made it through 46 comments on this podcast with many welcoming Mace to the family as they should. We're happy to have them. We're happy to have you guys listening with us. We're happy to have you subscribing. And if you haven't, make sure you do that. Check out the new shirt on bsndenvermerch.com, the Mile High Mafia shirt. That's pretty awesome too. And... Have a great day, because we'll talk to you tomorrow. It's getting me down, waiting up for you. Cause I could have just as easily left by now. What makes me return is what I need you to do. Cause something you gave me. Just made me feel all night.
Piper Electric has been a part of the Denver community for over 35 years. Their reputation of being fairly priced, trustworthy, and dependable has allowed them to become one of the best Denver electrical contractor companies in the market. We believe Piper is the best because of their professionalism, because of their capability, because of their integrity, and because of the relationship we have built over the last year and a half with several of their key managers. That was Jim. He's been a customer of Piper Electric for over a year now and loves it so much that he recommends his own clients to them. Sometimes customers will ask us if we know of somebody who can be their regular electrician where they could call for anything from a small job to something much larger, maybe a remodel. And so we certainly have preferred people to Piper and Piper to them. From residential, commercial, and industrial, Piper Electric can handle all of your electrical needs. They've done actually everything from repairing a small wiring situation with a circuit breaker panel to adding additional circuits, adding parking lighting. So really, they have become a one-stop shop for all of our needs. If you call today and use the promo code BSN, you will get $25 off your next service call. That's 303-646-6765 or go to piperelectric.com.